think we should quit 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 Yeah. Listen, I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Hey everyone, you're listening to another episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your co-host. Colton Davidson. We're gonna give let's let's start off with a few more Thunder updates. Alright, some Thunder updates. They um and some non well and some off the court news, something magical happened the other day. Okay. You you gotta even guess? You look very confused. I'm a little confused, but let's just figure out just, <laughs> Anthony, I'm just gonna let you Anthony go. Morrow's girlfriend gave birth to a tw- to a set of twins the other night. Oh very my excited. gosh! Yes, very excited. I forgot about that. Yeah, good for Anthony, Anthony Morrow. Morrow seems like a really cool dude. I'm glad it happened for him. It's his third and or second and third kid. He has a four year old, I think. No, no, I think he's six. I, think I have he's no six. idea. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So there's some off the court fuzzy good news. All right, you, well, feel, you feel fuzzier? Yeah, a little bit. No. Uh, Alex Sabrinas. He didn't play the final preseason game. Uh, he had a hip contusion, which is probably just, you know, it's probably a little sore. They didn't want to play it. They don't need to play on it. It was a meaningless game. No one yeah. cares. But we did mm-hmm. play really, really well. They did well play really well against Denver. They won the game uh, 97-87. Something like that. And I, I remember watching it and thinking, wow, this could not be as horrible as the season it, as it I thought. It might not be. Some interesting things here, some notes I have written down. Uh Enos Kanter and Steven Adams, especially Steven Adams, was just dominant on both ends of the court. Uh, he had 17 points, 9 rebounds, I think. Oh, yeah. He just, I mean, he's just dominant on Played both incredible. courts. Played incredible. We're going to need him, we have to lean on him a lot this year. Enos Kanter, 11 points, 9 boards, I believe, is what he had. Uh, he was very good offensively. He's what we need. And then some interesting things here. Uh, Samaje Christian, Christensen, is it Christian or Samaje Christian? Samaje Christian. Christian. All right. Uh, he had 10 points, 2 assists. He's been playing really well as the backup point guard. Ronnie Price hasn't done any, done anything to help his case as hey, he could. Should. He could maybe maybe Samaje Christian falls off a cliff during the middle of the season. And hey, we can only hope. Yeah, uh, just well, kidding, well, Samaje. I, I, I like Samaje Christensen. Christian. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's really he, uh, he. I think he's kind of got kind of proving to Billy Donovan. He's kind of got that that second point guard position, that backup point guard locked down until Cameron Payne can make his return. And then uh, Jeffrey Laverne, Laverne, Levine, uh, yeah, however you say his name. Yeah, he used to play for Denver. He's playing for Oklahoma City now. Kind of been a surprise. He's been play. He has a really good little he, mid range. He surprised me too. He's been. It kind of seems like he's forcing his mid range jump a little bit, you know. Yeah. But it's been surprisingly good. Yeah. It, like it, he, it doesn't seem like he's super comfortable with it's, it all it's the time. Like, yeah. It's like. But he's been doing really well. He keeps it. getting it passed to him late in the shot clock, and he just takes it. <laughs> it's like, and he going, makes it. If he converted. makes it, I'm fine. Yeah. So I mean, that's kind of good. Um, it's been interesting for him. I, I, I mean, I don't. I really didn't see him contributing a whole lot this year, because especially considering the depth that the Thunder has at the front court positions. But you know, maybe we do see him play a lot this yeah, year. Yeah, we'll Who see. Knows? Uh, I'm very excited to see that. That's really all I have about any current. Oh, some news. I saw on Twitter some source uh, NBA retweet was tweeting out that they had sources saying that Lamarcus Aldrich was very unhappy in San Antonio that he hasn't been the number one scoring option. I did the, see the, that the focus point of their offense is what he was pitched to is what he's complaining about and he wasn't the number one focus of the offense. I did see that, but he also said today that he just completely shot all those down and said that he is happy where he is. Okay, well, and he said that they made history last year. And so he said he's going to stick with them this year. Yeah. But here's the thing. I did hear rumors that 
Thunder was thinking about maybe trying to get him, which Bad. would be so unrealistic. Like, yeah. I couldn't see it happening. But that would be kind of cool because be cool. we're really, like, trying to figure out who we're going to put at that four spot this mm-hmm. year. And if we had Marcus Aldridge, God, that would be, that'd be sick. That would be pretty cool. Because we're still kind of, like, juggling who we're going to throw in there, whether it be, mm-hmm. you know... A Brinus or not, Sabonis. A Sabonis, I mean, Sabonis, Sabonis or Sabonis looks Lily like Sova he might have that spot there. We'll, we'll see. Sabonis. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Who knows? To say this that is something about Billy, Billy Donovan that we kind of saw last year is he likes to tinker with his lineups. He, he does. He like really to tinker does with like. To, he likes to tinker with the lineups. He's a tinkery guy. He's very. <laughs> I was about to make a comment like that, and you beat me to it. <laughs> anyway. We apologize for whoever's listening to this. Uh, no, the fans love that stuff. Anyway, it, uh, that's what, I saw something spit out there earlier. It's like, would you be surprised at all if you see a lineup that included Enos Kanter, Steven Adams, and Jeffrey Levine all playing at the same time? Like, the most... One of the biggest lineups in the NBA. That would be crazy. <laughs> it would be awesome. One of the biggest lineups who... Do not play like big men. Yeah, it'd be well, like, except for Stephen Adams. Well, except for Stephen Adams, but everyone, it would be interesting. It would be see. awesome. That, it would be. Really I want that see. very badly. I think Stephen Adams is really gonna thrive with who we got in our front court this year. I think he's really gonna enjoy it. You know, he's gonna have his own little place down there. You just to do whatever talk he about Stephen. Stephen Adams. Well, speaking of Stephen Adams and some maybe growth, you wanted me to come up with some na- two names that I might think make the All Star. Before we go into that, uh, oh, before we go in, you have, okay. Before we go into that, the NBA season is just a few days away. It's so, so five days. It's yeah, five days. Yeah, five days. And I saw I, a picture of Kendrick Perkins. I am of uh, Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> and they, the NBA retweet to make so I don't sound like a raging lunatic. Uh, NBA retweet tweets out a picture every day until the thunder until the until the season starts. The NBA season starts, and it's it's uh it's always a player with the number of how many days it is until the season starts so they use Kendrick so, Perkins yeah, I don't know I don't, he's not even in the league anymore I don't understand it he's terrible yeah it was a, I think it was kind of a joke <laughs> but hey, yeah, I love he's Kendrick. number five so there's five days left until the season begins going back to that 2012 Thunder team oh yeah all right all right anyways just a few days away from NBA season start I am super excited so I mm-hmm. thought we could you know maybe have a little bit of fun oh, on this podcast. Fun. Now that we've gotten all the Thunder things out of the way, I thought we could talk about a few different things. Like, first of all, what games we're excited to see, and then who we think could make first-time All-Stars. And I thought at the end, we're just going to talk about who our favorite old teams are. Okay. You know, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Yeah. The favorite oldies. I'm excited to talk about that, but we'll get to that. First off, Mm -hmm. trivia. Trivia. We always got to do trivia Uh, questions. We almost missed it at the beginning. Let's hear some trivia. All right. This week, um, we're going to talk about nicknames. Because all great NBA players have nicknames, right? Yeah. So like Kevin Durant and Slim Reaper. I got three guys, and mm-hmm. I want you to t- try and guess their nicknames. Okay. Well, I'll start with the easy one. Julius Irvin. Oh, that's uh, Dr. J. Dr. J. We got Dr. J. Yeah. That's easy. Okay, I got one right. The doctor. All right. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Uh... North Korean sympathizer. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Uh, No, it's Dennis Rodman, the worm. The worm. Dennis, the worm, Rodman. Uh, Okay, so I'm one for two. And Vinny Johnson. Do you remember what they used to call him? Uh, what Vinny the Vinny the Lenny or uh, Vinny the Lenny? I feel like I feel like I've heard this. I just can't remember what it is. They used to call him the microwave. Oh, I did not hear this at all. (laughs) Whenever he used to, which we're gonna come back to that. He played for that uh that Isaiah Thomas Pistons team, Mm -hmm. which I used to love that team, 
Uh, well, I mean, you know, for an old team, I never got to see them play. Yeah. Not that old. But Dude. I used to love that team. And Vinny Johnson was like, if he was on, he couldn't miss. Mm-hmm. And they always said he was the microwave because he was heating up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the, like the NBA stat or the 2K stat where you could like, the one of the player cards is that you can have them be a microwave. Is that where that came from? Wait, that's they they were playing 2K in the 80s and they got that achievement and then they were like let's name Vinny Johnson <laughs> I, I thought I was saying that they never mind alright so continue alright let's move on um, let's start think about games. games we got some big games coming up this year some really kind of crazy games uh-huh. that people are going to be a little you know intense about so let's talk about games that we're excited for alright what is the game that you're excited for alright I got a few down here right, but I'm going to start let's, off, let's, let's bing them off of each other here I'm going to start off I'm going to go in uh, order of date okay so my first game that I'm most excited that I'm eager to watch I got November 4th the Knicks at Bulls Knicks at Bulls that we're going to see Derrick Rose's return Joakim Noah because everyone's so freaked out about Joakim Noah mm-hmm. we're going to see Derrick Rose return to Chicago for mm-hmm. the first time yep. and I'm really eager to see what kind of uh, how they treat him like, yeah. how, is he going to get a standing ovation? Or is it just going to be nothing? Like, I'm interested to see, because he did so much for that city. Yeah. He is still the Windy City assassin. As, I mean, no one the win- is going to think about him like I that anymore. Joakim Noah? No, Derek Rose. Oh, I was like, I got Yes, Joakim Noah. I was like, they don't, he's not an assassin. He's just a giant scary man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the dude that you bring in to break down the wall so the assassin can get in to kill the guy, right? That is the best way to... <laughs> To explain the old Chicago t- team. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, Derrick Rose back to sh- Chicago, and I'm really interested to see how, you know, fans treat him and everything. And I think that'll be kind of an exciting game. I hope Derrick just kind of goes out after it, you know? Yeah. I want him to... I want Derrick to prove that they made a mistake of getting rid of him. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for that one. You're very excited for that. So, all right, you give me one. All right, uh, any Oklahoma City-Golden uh, State game. <laughs> any of them. Or just all, any of them? They're going to be so freaking crazy. The fans are going to be crazy. The players are going to be in a frenzy. Russell Westbrook's going to be trying to dunk over um, Kevin Durant the entire time. Steven Adams is going to get his nuts destroyed by Draymond Green. And then they're going to see a brawl in the middle of the court. And then fans are going to go absolutely berserk. Um, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be so much media attention on this game, even though Oklahoma City doesn't have a chance to win any of these games, really. Well, eh, we'll see. We're saying there might be a chance, you know, but I don't know. Um, but especially whenever Kevin Durant makes his first return to Oklahoma City on February 11th, mm-hmm. that's the first time. Um, you maybe before he opened up his mouth, he would have gotten a pretty good ovation. There would have been some booze, but I think for the most part, he would have received a very welcome attitude. Uh, now, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> if Kevin Durant makes it in the building without getting something thrown at him, I'd be surprised. Yeah. So it, I actually wrote that down too. February 11th, Warriors at Thunder. I think that's going to be excited. That's going to be crazy. Russell is going to be all completely focused on just attacking the rim. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Adams' foot is going to be completely focused on Draymond Green's nuts. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be fun. To, <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. But I put that one down. I, I'm ex- super excited to see how the, you know, the Thunder fans. Oh, react. I can't wait. I wish we could go to that game. That would be awesome. The dude, the, as a, I would be willing. I'm kind of curious to like. If that game's already sold out. <laughs> it has to be. It, it could be. It Who could knows? Be. That's going to be really interesting. All right. my Another game I'm really excited for. I got November 10th, Bulls at Heat. Okay. I think that's going to be a really that good one. Be another person returning. That's what everyone wants to see. We got Dwayne Wade going back to Miami. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a really big deal because I feel like Miami... Well, here's the thing. Miami fans are the biggest bag bandwagoners 
in the world. Yeah, exactly. They are like so really yeah. intense. So I really don't know. I don't know whether they're just gonna be like, hey, it's Dwayne Wade. Chicago is gonna come in there, and like, there's gonna be more Chicago jerseys than Miami jerseys. Probably. There's probably gonna be more Golden State jerseys, yeah. which makes no sense. <laughs> and so I'm really excited. It's, it's so true. <laughs> it is. Like, how many actual my fans of the Miami Heat will be there? Yeah. So real. I don't know. It'll be cool to see. I hope they. I mean, Dwayne Wade did so much for them. So they did do a lot. For them. I really hope that they give him a good standing ovation yeah. or something like that. But we'll see what happens with him. I don't know. I think that'll be fun to watch. It Bulls. We talked about this last week. I'm not sure Bulls are going to be that great. Yeah. But I don't think Miami's going to be that great either. So it's not like it's, <laughs> it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be like a fight between two very small giants. It's going to be a. It's going <laughs> to be a bunch think... of bunch of really bad threes going yes. at each other. Yes. And neither then, team can. Neither team's going to be able to shoot threes at all. Yeah. Oh, d- Miami's got Deion Waiters. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's true. Dude, He's a baller. Deion Waiters. Deion and one Waiters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my turn. Um, I'm going to say. Can I, I kind of do two at a time here this time? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to say December 2nd, Cavs versus Chicago. And then um, I'm going to say March 1st, Boston versus versus Cavs. I think both of those games really show... Um, are going to be able, very telling to be able to say, is there anybody that in the East that's going to be able to rival the Cavs? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm really high on Boston this year. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, you guys have heard that all time, all this throughout these first six episodes of the podcast, and including the seventh episode. Um, I think Boston, it's going to be, especially on March first, that late in the season, we're going to really be able to see if if both teams are playing their starters that late. Um, we're going to be able to see if is this a team that can really challenge the Cavs or not. And then especially, and then even on the uh, December second game, Cavs versus Chicago, that's starting to get in the meet, they're starting to get into the season a little bit. That's really going to be an interesting game, too, to see if maybe Chicago has some well, enough old life in its legs to do something against the Cavs. Do you, yeah. you follow what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. I really like Boston this year. I really like Boston. Mm-hmm. They're they're a team that knows how to play together, and they really thrive with each other. Yeah. So I think they're going to be really good this year and surprise a bunch of people. Uh, that being said, I don't – I mean – they're gonna have a tough time against the Cavs. Exactly. I mean, For I'm not. Sure. I'm not saying that they're going to. I just think it's at this at this point at these two games we're gonna be able to see are they have they reached that level yet? Yeah. It's gonna be able to tell us, and we're probably gonna say no because LeBron James is still the king. They still got so many pieces coming back. I will say this. I think if the Cavs and the Celtics meet in the playoffs, the Celtics have the best chance of winning a series against the Cavs. Yeah. Chicago is going to get destroyed. <laughs> I just can't, I can't see Chicago doing I want to mark well. this down and then whenever uh whenever Chicago beats the Cavs in December 2nd and it's like super early in the season, everybody's going to be freaking out and I'm going to say I was right. And then they're going to get to the playoffs and Chicago's going to get wrecked. But hey, they're not going to get wrecked. In we don't got to make another bet. Or do you want to make a no, bet? No, I don't want to make another bet. All right, fine. Well, we can if you want to. No, let's not. What's our other bet? I think the Bulls... Let's just skip okay, that. Okay, okay. I think the Bulls are really... They're a really good defensive team. Yeah. They just can't shoot. Exactly. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I think that's what I'm saying. The Celtics might have enough shooting to be able to do it with Avery Bradley, Isaiah Thomas, um, and Al Horford. They might have a chance. But I, I don't know. They're, they're still a young team. They still are kind of missing that really bona fide superstar. I don't know. But it's just interesting. I think that's... What I'm trying to say is... I've probably just said this several times. What I'm just trying to say is... 
uh, I think that's a, that's going these dates we're gonna be able to see is like is the are, is Boston ready to try to take down is Boston ready to be able to conceivably take down the Cavs, and I still think it's no maybe next year. Yeah. See, this might be crazy, mm-hmm. just throwing that out there, but I think the Knicks might have a better chance of beating the Cavs than Chicago does. <laughs> I really do. I really do. If the Knicks can somehow, first off, if uh, Brandon Jennings and Derrick Rose can mesh together well yeah. and, you know, learn each other's roles mm-hmm. in a good way, I honestly think the Knicks might have a chance of beating the Cavs better than the better than Chicago. Not saying the Knicks are going to be better great than Celtics against. or Chicago. No, better than Chicago. I'll go better than Chicago. Celtics. Celtics, Celtics okay, so you're saying the Celtics, so like, in order of who has the best chance, Celtics, Knicks, Chicago? Yeah, okay. with some people in between those. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying, because I think, you know, Toronto still has yeah, better Toronto. chance than all those. But that's a whole other podcast. Okay. But all that stuff, I, I just think the Knicks might have a better chance. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. That's, I guess we'll find out. The beauty of the Thunder, or the NBA season. And I'm so excited. I'm shaking. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, my last game that I am wrote down that I'm really excited for, I got June 16th, Cavs and Warriors. June 16th? Finals. Ju- January oh, 16th. Sorry. Like, January 16th, Cavs at Warriors. We got a finals rematch. Things are almost the same. You know, you got Kevin Durant in there now. Yeah. But who knows? Kevin Durant's record against LeBron is like, what, 17-4? and four? Yeah. LeBron's record, I mean. Yeah. Kevin Durant has only won four games against LeBron James. Well, now that he's got, like, four of the best players on the planet playing with him, you know, that's just probably going to go up with him. Yeah, but I bet LeBron is going to use that. And Kevin's going Kevin's to choke, mm-hmm. and then LeBron's going to go at them. Yeah. And then they're only going to lose by 20. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Like, really you're saying Cavs are, gonna only gonna... Cavs are only going to lose by 20. Oh, okay. Instead of, you know, rather than 50. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that's going to be a really fun game. I think... Both teams are going to come out pretty fiery because, I mean, let's be real here, folks. We're probably going to have another finals between the Cavaliers and the Warriors. Or it's, 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 it's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's like a ninety-five percent chance, oh, unless yeah. you know, you know, the Rockets somehow make it to the finals, well, like know. how we all got the Rockets doing. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, those are my teams that I'm really excited for. Yeah. And do you got any more? Uh, those that was all I had really. All right. Well, let's move on from the teams to the players. Players, players I am who so you've mentioned this before. You're earlier. gonna get very angry with me for this. Oh, one. I'm gonna get pissed. Okay, but players who we believe could possibly be all stars. First off, I want to throw this out there. If you don't have it, you're wrong. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Carl Anthony. Anthony Towns has to be the number one. Like he's got to be the number one guy who's gonna be an all star this year. Yeah, I have him down as my number Even one. Even this early, second the second year, and I, that makes me happy. I'm excited because. I think he should be, but we'll see how the season goes. He could be terrible, which mm-hmm. is highly unlikely. Knock on wood. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm excited to see with that. Who you got? You All right, got. my first one, I got Steven Adams. Steven Adams? Steven Adams is getting a lot of recognition throughout the NBA as being a very, very good center. Um, it's going to be tough because he plays in the West with uh, DeMarcus Cousins and DeAndre Jordan. But I think one of those guys could have a bad year. Especially maybe Boogie because his team is really really bad this year, um, and maybe maybe Steven Adams gets a little more recognition with Kevin Durant being gone from Oklahoma City. Maybe Oklahoma City rises up and starts voting for Steven Adams to be in this thing, uh, to be an All Star game. Am. What what? I certainly am. 
You are? I'm, yeah, I'm going to, you know, my number one vote is going to be Ursula Ilyasova. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll do Stephen Adams. What about Nerland's Noel? And then Westbrook will be in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, Nerland's Noel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you have Nerland's Noel? No, no, no. Of course, no, no. Oh, man. So that's my first one, Stephen Adams. Colton, I about had a heart attack. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. Oh, so I'm saying going out on a limb, crazy thing, I think Stephen Adams. He could have, he's going to have an even more monster year. People are saying his post game's gotten so much better. His defense has always been there, and he's an enforcer. NBA people are starting to recognize him, and I think it's a big chance. You he's know, getting popular now. I I kind of agree with you. I <laughs> that's the first. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he puts up numbers like if he plays as well as he did in the in the uh, preseason. I think he really could, you know, mm-hmm. make a statement. And I don't think he's going to get and in he, on his offense or anything. And if people keep stop kicking him in the nuts. Yeah, if people yeah. stop. We've said nuts a lot this podcast. <laughs> Anyways. This, you could say it's nutty. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, so Steven Adams, I think if he really steps up his, uh, his defense yeah. and... Russell, I think Russell is the big thing that would get him into being an all-star. Yeah. Because Russell needs to use him in the offensive game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think if he starts doing that and, you know, Steven Adams gets more touches, mm-hmm. I I don't see why not. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not the most likely thing, but we'll see. I do think probably Carl Anthony Towns has a better chance. Oh, for sure. Because he's more popular. He's by, more by popular, he, and he's he's, he's just he's a, a better player than Stephen Adams. <laughs> he's a better player. He really is. But Stephen Adams is great, so we'll see. Stephen Adams does this thing where he's Stephen Adams, so exactly. he's amazing. He's got that. It's in that article. Which, oh, can I say this while I'm thinking about it? Yeah, go ahead. I have this, I had this written down. Um, we uh, Calvin sent us an article written by a guy named Bedlam Brother about uh, he had some really crazy predictions about the NBA season. About specifically the Thunder season, and he, I kind of that's where I got the idea for putting Stephen Adams in the All Star. Was he said Stephen Adams would be an All Star this year, and I also want to mention he said in, or in another article I read over the week was uh, Stephen Adams because Russell has his own massage table. Stephen Adams puts his butt on it all the time, <laughs> <laughs> but so that's also a reason why he's gonna be in the All Star game is because he puts his butt on he so puts his butt on things on, on massage tables. All right, that's a that's a pretty good reason actually. He'd probably get a lot of votes yeah. for people who are just like, yeah. Like how Zaza Pachulia got like a ton of votes last year yeah. for just being Zaza Pachulia. Mm-hmm. I think the th- same thing's going to happen to Steven Adams. Although I think Steven Adams probably will deserve it a little bit more than Zaza Pachulia. But yeah. we'll see what happens. All right, my next guy. I'm kind of, this is kind of a little crazy one that I just kind of want to see happen. I got Andrew Wiggins. So I got two people. Same team. Sa- two people from the same team. Interesting. I want Andrew Wiggins. I think he's going to like... Really evolve his game a little, a, not a lot, but mm-hmm. good enough this year where he's going to be in that all star. You know, people are going to be thinking about making him an all star. Uh-huh. So I have him possibly making it. That'd be interesting. And I'd be really excited to see him go in there because he's he's improved these past two years. Each year he's improved, and if he can really evolve his jump shot, yeah, his shooting, he could be a really really good player. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I'm. I think that'd be cool. That might be... I could see it happening, but it is hard because he's a small forward, right? Yeah. He's a small forward playing with, you know, Kevin Durant. See, that's the thing. With the West, it's, it's so it, hard. West is really tough. Because with, like, the Warriors straight up, you you basically... You got four All-Stars right there. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're going to vote them in. And mm-hmm. then you got, like, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, all those people who, who, are, who are for sure going to be in the All-Star game. Yeah. Like, even if they ha- don't have great years they're still going to get voted into the All-Star game. Right. Like, it's just because of their name. So, 
it's I mean it's going to be a challenge for anyone to make it into the right. All Star game. But I think Andrew Wiggins in the West has a strong chance. Mm-hmm. I think he's a strong chance of surprising people. All right, so are you ready for my next one? Yeah. You might not like this one. Oh, I probably won't. Are you ready, Serge Ibaka? Mm. <laughs> I'm riding the hype train of him in the preseason. He was playing really, really well for the Magic. I think he's gonna maybe get his confidence back, maybe start getting a lot of production because he's probably gonna be the number one scoring option for the Magic. Um, That's you guys really get, sad. He's got. It's, it kind of does say a state where they're at. Um, maybe he just starts doing. He just, people start seeing him. He's gonna shine on this terrible Magic team, and people are gonna. And you know, the power forward's not a very strong position in the East. Other than Paul Millsap and uh, Kevin Love, yeah, I, I'm starting to debunk my own theory here. <laughs> but uh, I think Serge Ibaka could really crazy, wild theory. Serge Ibaka, yeah, here's East, the, the Eastern Conference. Serge Ibaka would he'd be really great. He's gonna get a lot of votes. He's a very likable guy. Yeah, I mean wherever he goes, I'm sure Orlando's gonna love him. If they don't, they're idiots. He exactly. Would, we loved him up here or over here in OKC. So um, the thing is, is Serge has proven he can score, mm-hmm. but can he do it every night? It's true. That's that's the thing about Serge that I'm kind of like, I feel like you can't be trusted to just be a go down like you know an instant offense kind mm-hmm. of guy. Just I, I feel like if their main focus is let's give the ball Serge Ibaka and get buckets, you know, I think they're not gonna have as much success as they hope they will. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool if he was, or I would love it if he was an all-star. But mm-hmm. again, the East All-Stars is also a very competitive place. So um, I, that's going to be interesting, though. Uh, I, I respect you Serge Ibaka in there. My bolt. My, I don't my necessarily agree with it, but I respect it. So we'll see. Fortune goes to those who are bold. I think I think maybe Evan Fournier even has a better chance in Serge on Orlando. But that's... I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what this it's, season is. It's my holds. theory, and I'm sticking to it. All right. I, Hardcore. I, okay. Well, whatever. You're wrong. Okay. All right. Well, the next one I got, I got Gordon Hayward in the in. I thought we were only doing West. two. Well, I got four, so oh. sit back. Well, and okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go with these fast. All right. I got Gordon Hayward in the West. I uh-huh. He has been really one of the most underrated players in the past few years. I, I, can, I, forgot, I completely forgot about him. That is a really good, that's a good pick. Yeah, I think he's been on the edge, like right at the very edge of entering the All-Star game in the past few years, but yeah. he's just never, you know, gotten the cut. And I think this year, with a better team, because he finally has a playoff caliber team, mm-hmm. I think he really could, people will start voting for him more, and he can step up his game and maybe go into the playoffs, which I, or the all-star game which i really hope happens because he deserves it he's a great player he's just never been on a good team well here's the thing he doesn't didn't he break his finger yeah but season so he's gonna be out for a couple months he, no he's only gonna be out for six weeks oh, okay so it's still it's still a while mm-hmm. but that still gives a lot of time in between then and all-star weekend. all-star weekend yeah so he's gonna have a lot of time and i still feel like even then because he's a He's a fan favorite in Utah. Yeah. So even then, he's going to get a lot of votes. And he always does get a decent amount of votes. Mm-hmm. So I think I got him mm-hmm. in the West, and that's all my West guys. All right, I got one more guy who for sure, for sure, for sure, will make the All-Star game for the East. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Okay, that I agree with. I really He will. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, I'm giving up on the NBA. Okay. And I'm going to switch to... Are you going to say it's rigged to... Go all Ayesha Curry and say it's rigged. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to go there. But I will, like, he's got to. If he plays the way he's projected to play this season, I mean, he's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I still I still stick with my, I think he's going to get, 
more triple doubles than Russell Westbrook will this season. Yeah. I think he's has a better chance of doing that this season. So I, I don't know. It's gonna be so cool. I'm really excited to see Anthony Kupo. And if he makes the All Star game, I'm gonna be so happy. But <laughs> I already know I'm gonna be happy because I know it's gonna happen. So that's a very search. That's confidence. That's confidence. Reasoning. All right. So those are our guys who we think are gonna make the All Star game. Uh, to finish off this podcast, we just kind of. I mean, we want to have a little bit of fun. A little fun. NBA season's about to start. The whole podcast is fun, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyways, um, NBA season's about to start, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of cool. I've been really thinking about, like, old teams who I really love to watch. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be kind of cool if we gave who our favorite team was from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, you know? So, um, so 80s team, I guess I'll, I'll start. Okay. 80s team, I had to put the Boston Celtics team mm-hmm. with Larry Bird, with Larry Bird. Uh, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish. Mm-hmm. I had to put that because Larry Bird is one of my favorite NBA players of all time. Of course. I still like watching. Like, I will sit... Th- you you know I will. Yeah. You'll walk in on me sitting in my room watching NBA, like, Larry Bird, old yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> and you're practicing your shots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting there, like, with my hand, like, all the way behind my back yeah. trying to shoot like him. I just I love Larry Bird and I thought that team was awesome and I really wish I was alive at that time to watch, to watch them play because mm-hmm. I also like you know you got the Showtime Lakers I love both of those teams I would have loved to see that rivalry yeah firsthand like my dad was a pretty big NBA fan back in the day and he loved that like that right. was they basically made the NBA Larry Bird Magic Johnson exactly game. so I think that would have been awesome and I do love the uh, show. Showtime Lakers, but I had to go with the Celtics. I'm gonna. I went with uh, the Lakers because, especially because I really like Magic. I really liked Magic Johnson. Um, I, I especially like because I, I I really don't. I'm not, I'm not a very big on his. I haven't. I don't know a lot, whole lot about the history of the NBA, but I do know a lot about Magic and Magic and uh, Larry Bird. And one of my favorite things is whenever you, I watched uh, that. A documentary about the going into like Magic and and Larry mm-hmm. and their things, and I like I loved how Magic won his first title as a rookie whenever without Kareem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that final game where he like Magic Johnson played like every position the whole game and just was incredible. And yeah. I really wish I could have seen that game because I mean that would just been awesome. It'd be like watching LeBron in that game seven of yeah. the finals last last year whenever he blocked that crazy shot. And I mean, I was about to say Magic Johnson, it like. When you think of greatest player in the world, you think of Michael Jordan. But when you think of greatest all-around player, there's two guys that come to mind, and that's Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Exactly. So Magic Johnson would have been really awesome to watch. And especially, like, you add in James Worthy and Kareem when he came. Mm-hmm. That's a fun team. So those Both of those teams, Celtics and Lakers, were awesome. But I had to go with Celtics just because I'm a Bird fan. You're a Bird. Always been a Bird Liking fan. Bird. I don't know if I'd be able to ever hang out with him in person. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of a... He, he's, on, he's kind of a boring guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, could he play basketball? He could. So, I had to go with Celtics. So, let, that's our 80s team. I got Celtics. You got Lakers. All right. We got so, let's 90s. move on to the 90s. 90s. I'm going to guess yours. You're saying Pistons, right? I am not saying Pistons. Okay. Mainly because, well, the Pistons were kind of like, they were they were like edge of 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like the Pistons a lot. Yeah. That, that team with Joe Dumar and Isaiah Thomas. Love that team. Um, not saying, I'm not saying a Bulls team. I know everyone's probably expecting one of us to say Michael Jordan. I don't know who you chose. Yeah, <laughs> you can see I'm my sh- notes. <laughs> I'm sure one of us is thinking Michael Jordan, um, but I'm not going there. I have to go with the Magic team with Penny Hardaway and Shaq. Okay. 
that team was my dad had a jersey that's a Penny Hardaway jersey, and I used to wear that all the time when I was younger. Yeah. And so I loved the Magic. I thought they were really awesome, and I always really liked watching Shaq. Thought he was a goofball. I always kind of saw myself as a goofball, but I was like the quietest kid in the world. Yeah. And so I was like, I could be like Shaq someday. I could grow to be seven one. <laughs> seven one and white as much as a refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I really that team was really fun. If Penny Hardaway wouldn't have gotten hurt, they they were legit the original Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like Penny Hardaway was as good as Kobe, if not better. That that's a big statement that I just made, oh. but I think if he would have stayed healthy, then Penny and Shaq could have done some really cool stuff. Yeah. But I had to I have to go with that team when Penny was healthy and Shaq whenever he was really young. Yeah. Have to go with that team easily. All right, I'm going with the '90s Bulls just because I don't I like I was trying to look up great teams from the '90s and that was all I found was the Bulls. <laughs> I just don't know that whole. I just don't know a whole lot. The ones in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Dennis. Oh, you got post Den, or Dennis Rodman Bulls or no Dennis Rodman. Uh, Dennis Rodman, sure. That, that is fun. Uh, you got to go with Dennis Rodman. Okay, right? Dennis Rodman's a crazy, wacky dude. He he's a big time North Korea supporter, as we said earlier. That's like all <laughs> do you, I. Do you know that's like all I know. But I know he was really good, and my dad told me he like he grabbed dudes nuts when he went out for rebounds. Dude, he was crazy. Yeah. He was, did you see that picture where it says know your role and it shows Dennis Rodman's stats as zero points, twenty rebounds? <laughs> Dude, he was probably like, honest to God, Dennis Rodman was probably the greatest rebounder of all time. And I know a lot of people are probably like, whoa, what about Will Chamberlain? Well, that was a different era. Yeah. And Dennis Rodman, he went for it. Mm-hmm. So say what you want about Dennis Rodman, he was a crazy guy, not the most likable guy in the world, but he knew how to get a rebound. Oh, he yeah. knew how to play hard. So. That's a fun team. I do like the Bulls, but I had to go with someone else because that's, that's you know I didn't want to be generic, Colton. Yeah, I didn't want to. I'm a basic. Yeah, you know, something. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. All right, two thousands. Two thousands. This one was extremely hard. For I me. I know why. Because <laughs> you love. I Dirk. love every. <laughs> I do love Dirk, and that's gonna come up. Um, every two thousands team I really really liked, mm-hmm. uh, and this is all throughout two thousands. I'm going from like two thousand to two thousand nine. Let's say that. Okay. Um. So I went through a lot. I really liked the Houston Rockets team with Yao Ming and uh, T-Mac. Yeah. Always been a fan of them. Couldn't put them in there just because they're not, like, my favorite team. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, they're role players and everything. Right. And then I had the Lakers. Not the Shaq-Kobe Lakers, but the Kobe-Gasol Lakers. Yeah. Because that team, I watched that team a lot whenever I first started getting into the NBA. And that team, I loved that team. Yeah. And just, they were great. They were awesome. And then I had the Suns with Steve Nash and Studemeyer. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to put them, but I didn't put any of three of those two, those three teams. I All didn't right. put those. I, I want to, can I take a guess at which team you're supposed to say? Who? 2006 with Dallas Mavericks. No. Oh. I'm doing the Dallas Mavericks, but the 2004. Okay, Dallas so when they slept. 2003. 2003, okay. 2004. Because... You got the combination of Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki, two of my favorite players of all time. Right. I love those players. And another thing that kind of uh, led me to that decision was my cousin, Brittany. She was always, like, a huge fan of that team, and yeah. she would talk to me about it a lot. So I would um, – so, I don't know. It just kind of – Dirk Nowitzki has always been one of my favorite players, as you know. Steve mm-hmm. Nash has always been one of my favorite players. And I think I just was really influenced into loving that team. Yeah. So I have to go with them. have to. They never to. won a championship, but – I don't care. I, Dirk got one in 2011, so that's fine. But then they didn't. Steve Nash never got one, but that's okay. I still love them. I went with the 2006 Dallas Mavericks because I knew you were going to pick the Dallas Mavericks too. 
Um, uh, yeah, Dirk. I really like Dirk. <laughs> so that's all we got is Dirk. Yeah, I like Dirk. <laughs> hey, way to do your homework, Colton. I, I did. I found the 2006 <laughs> Dallas, uh, Dallas Mavericks. Oh, my gosh. With Jason Terry. I knew Jason Terry. I knew yeah, him. Jason Terry. Yeah. Jason Terry is playing for Milwaukee. He is. Isn't that Leads crazy? The career, he leads the, the NBA in three-pointers made. That's crazy. I saw that in my research, too. Jason Terry so is. So suck it. I'd be really interested to see. Yeah, <laughs> good job, Colton. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we got. That's those are our teams. I thought that would be kind of fun to just talk about it was a little fun. bit. Next week, the NBA season will have started. We'll have so much to talk about. I'm really excited. Yes, I'm, and we will super know eager. so much about this Thunder team after the first game. Yeah, we'll figure out about well, this we're Thunder gonna know team. whether they're going to win a championship or not off this first game, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. saying that facetiously. I don't know about that. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Exactly. But that's going to be really fun. I'm super excited. I'm going to, Tuesday, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to sit in the living room and watch NBA basketball all day. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for that. I am very prepared. But anyways, that's our show. I'm your host, Shaden Smith. Colton Davidson. And uh, I hope you guys check in uh, next week. Yeah. yeah.